Hello and welcome to the British English Podcast with your host, Charlie Baxter. I'm here with Lauren, who is from Hong Kong, and she has taken a test of the IELTS exam. And uh, she would like to tell us her experience. And I think it would be very interesting to ask her some specific questions about, uh, you know, whether the examiner was nice to her and what she did if she made a slight mistake or anything like that. And uh, I've just realized that actually uh, you're not from Hong Kong. Uh, well, actually, I am originally from mainland China. I was born in Guangdong province. Guangdong. Actually, okay. very close to Macau. Right, right, okay. Yeah. But then you moved to Hong Kong when? I moved to Hong Kong about 11 years ago. 11 years ago, okay. Do you, yeah. do you identify as Hong Kongese? I think maybe I am a little bit uh, of both. I received my early education in mainland China and then I came to Hong Kong to further my studies. Okay, well, thank you very much for giving me the time to go through this experience that you had. Before we get into the specifics, can you tell us the results that you got for the IELTS exam that you that you did in December 2021? This episode comes with a free worksheet over on the website, thebritishenglishpodcast.com. So grab that and you can listen along whilst using it. My overall score is eight. Overall eight and specifics yeah. of the four categories? Yeah, I got nine in listening and 8.5 in reading and I got 7.5 in both writing and speaking. Right, okay. Interesting. Do you feel like your writing and speaking are on the same level generally or do you think that your speaking is better than your writing or the other way around? Actually, I had aimed higher, but, but you know, um, perhaps I need to work a lot harder <laughs> to improve my results, you know. <laughs> well, you were, you were a very good student. You've, you've been proving yourself in class because uh, Lauren has been taking part in the IELTS course on uh, the BritishEnglishPodcast.com. You joined around about September in the academy and then you, you came onto the IELTS course a couple of weeks or, or maybe a month later? Yeah, yeah, actually, indeed. Um, I really enjoy taking your programs and I've benefited so much from the IELTS program. Oh, wonderful. Well, it, I've, I've really enjoyed teaching you, but uh, enough about my stuff. So you took the exam in December. You feel like you want to get higher than an 8.0? Yeah, um, I aimed for, and actually I aim for a C2 level. To attain that level, I need to get at least 8.5. 8.5. I mean, over a score. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. So you yeah. want to go again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah? And yeah. Have, you, have you booked a test again? Um, I haven't. Because, you know, I think for that margin, and um, maybe 0 0.5 margin, um, maybe I need to to improve um, quite a few bits, like, you know, exam preparation, like under time condition. And also, like, I need to improve a lot um, in speaking and writing. And, and also, I need to do loads of exercise of reading and listening. Okay. And um, perhaps uh, 
I may book one again in April, but but not sure. It all depends on my progress or whether I feel fully prepared for the next one. It's nice. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're taking it seriously. You're not just、uh, going in without thinking about much. Let's go back to that day that you woke up knowing、okay. that you're going to take the test.、Mm. Actually, let's go back a little bit further. When you booked it, it would be interesting to know how much did it cost. It's two thousand and two hundred Hong Kong dollars. Okay, two thousand two hundred Hong Kong dollars. Do you know、yeah. the conversion in US dollars? Not sure. <laughs> so,、um, if I remember well, it should be two thousand and two hundred Hong Kong dollars, and maybe around two seventy US dollars or something like that. Pretty、Not、good,、sure. yeah, yeah. I think the <laughs> currency has changed a little、good. bit recently, but it's two eighty at the moment. Yeah, two hundred and eighty US dollars for the test for for you in Hong Kong in December twenty twenty one. Okay,、mm. that was how much it cost, and then what was availability like for you to book? I didn't recall exactly that I booked it at least one month before the test date. I suppose, yeah, and.、Okay. Um, Actually, there are different examination venues that I can choose. Like in Hong Kong, you know, there are、uh, quite a few <laughs> venues that you can choose to your convenience. Okay. Yeah, so, and is that just based on location within the city, or you know,、uh, a more luxurious building? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think、um, actually it's more or less the same. No matter where you take it or not, and in Hong Kong, and、um, you can either take it in British Council or you can either take it in IDP. What's the IDP? Don't know that one. I think maybe it's an Australian authority. Like, oh, okay. It's part of、uh, the the organisers. I mean,、uh, it's one of the organisers of IELTS. Uh huh. Yeah.、Right? Oh yeah. 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 I can recognise that logo. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. logo. Actually,、uh, international、yeah. education specialists. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. They are an international education education organisation offering student placement in Australia, New Zealand, the US, UK,、uh, Ireland, and Canada.、Mm, okay. Anyway,、uh, you had availability, or you booked it a month in advance. And、uh, I'd be interested to know what time of day you booked. I booked at like eight a.m. for listening, listening, reading, and writing, and then in the afternoon, like one p.m. And then I took the speaking test. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was actually another question. If you did it together, so the venue hosts all four all four parts of the test. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And typically,、uh, I believe you can. Can you do the speaking before? Yeah,、um, that's an option. Yeah. Okay. You can either book speaking ahead of the other three tests. I think I、uh, perhaps I need to to stay fully focused for the reading, writing, and listening part. So、um, I chose the. The early sections for、uh, for those three parts, right? And those three parts can they be separated in your booking, or they all have to be taken together? They are all together. They're all、yeah. together. Yeah. 
Okay. Because、um, you just sit in front of a computer and then and then you finish all the th- three parts together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you had a break of a couple of hours、uh, because the you know eight p eight a.m. until what eleven.、Mm, I suppose maybe around twelve. Oh, so it was yeah, a four-hour、yeah, you know, stint. Yeah,、uh, because before the test, the the invigilators have to read out the guidelines and, and the instructions, right? Yeah, and, and some testing. <laughs> yeah, so it took some time before the test. Yeah, so what time did you get there? If it was at eight a.m., I think at eight a.m. should be the time that you you should get there. In that venue, I mean for registration, and they check your identity cards or your supporting documents.、And、then you have to wait in a room. We we actually started the、uh, the test. I'm not sure because、uh, I was not allowed to take my watch, and I suppose it it might be around nine a.m. Okay. I mean, yeah. The real starts be,、uh, began at around nine a.m. or something like that, and before that, we have to go through the procedures like、um, checking in and and check the,、um, the identity cards, and we had to take photos, to take photos.、Wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 to take、wow. photos for、uh, for the report cards. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that photo used? In your certification, or is it yeah, just yeah, yeah. to identify you are who you say you are? I think maybe both,、oh. but、uh, I think the key purpose is to to put it in your certificate. Right. Okay. So,、mm. did you think about that and you know put your face on when you when you were getting ready in the morning? I didn't. Actually, I hadn't thought much about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I I just thought、uh, whether I could. Get there in time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was the last of your worries then.、Um, yeah, we always we always regret our driving license picture in the UK. We always look <laughs> at each other's and we're like, "Oh, it looks rubbish." But really, I mean, I think it's funny how we say, "Oh no, it doesn't look like me," but it it legally does look like you. So it's it, yeah, it's yeah.、Fine. But、um, did you? Did did you have that with your driving licenses when you were a bit younger? Oh,、uh, unfortunately, I don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Then you didn't have that worry. Yeah. So to tell you something interesting, when I was、mm. young, I have a phobia、uh, for taking rides on、I、the、had. bus because I had a phobia、um, to have a ride. On the bus because it was very easy for me for me to get car sick. So, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. What, so, so you didn't get you didn't get a driving license because you thought you would get car sick. Yeah.、Oh. Another thing is that、uh, I have to admit I'm not good with directions. I always <laughs> get lost. So I I would be a lousy driver. So I might as well avoid it. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but、uh, yeah, you got the photo. Okay. 
you got to arrive at eight if it's at eight and then they take your watch. So is this to just confuse you about everything in life or is it for a, a real legitimate reason that they took your watch off of you? Remember that this episode, just like every single other episode on this show, comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode, along with definitions made for you, a non-native learner. I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheets or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. I just wanted to check in with you about something. Are you one of those language learners who often thinks, am I actually making any progress with my English? Is what I'm doing to study actually working for me? Or am I just wasting my precious time here? Well, if you think this way, then I'd like to encourage you to take action on this. Imagine how much more motivated you would be to put time and effort into your English studies if you knew that every time you studied, you would be guaranteed to be making significant progress. How much more satisfying would that be? So what do we need to do in order to find more clarity around this issue? Well, tracking your progress is a wonderful way to show evidence of your language skills having actually improved. And to track progress, the first thing you need to do is understand what level you are currently at. If you haven't taken a level assessment recently, then I highly recommend using my free test that will instantly tell you your level of English. Once you know this, you can start tracking your progress, which comes in many forms based on personal preference and your level of English. But that's a conversation for another time. For now, though, make sure you check your level of English with my free level checker, which is available over on thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash freebies. That is thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S or find it in the show notes of this episode. I think it's for legitimate reasons, something like that. I think we were not allowed to take like personal belongings or, or, or some medals or something like that. Um, and when I took my photos, I was asked to take off my earrings <laughs> and hair clips. <laughs> oh, no accessories oh, yeah, allowed. Very serious, right. yeah. And yeah. if you need to take water inside, I mean, your water bottle have your water bottle has to be transparent. You know, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that um, reminds me of um, when very I took my, yeah, my, my tests as a young boy, yeah. having the pencil <laughs> case that had to be transparent as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's why they took your watch off of you. Uh, I asked you what time of day you booked it because I remember watching a TED talk about the uh, implications or the psychological implications of the time of day that a court proceeding goes ahead. And it, there was a significant difference between after lunch and before lunch. And the judges were more likely to send people to jail really? be- before lunch because they were frustrated and they were hungry and they had a, t- a mood temperament. 
or they had a, a, a fluctuation in their moods. So I thought, oh, for, for the IELTS test, maybe we should think about that and, and go after lunch. Yeah, thank you for such useful information. I think there might be some truth in it, you know. So um, for the examiners, like um, they have to sit there for the whole morning, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it seems like you are the one that prevents him to go for lunch or something like that. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, it would be great if you take the speaking test after the examiner has had a full lunch. <laughs> yeah. Although although thinking about it, if it's a it's a big lunch, then maybe they're a bit sleepy straight away after their lunch. So there's probably mm. a perfect moment in the day, maybe just when they're having their first or second coffee, if they oh, drink yeah, coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'll jot yeah. it down and maybe next time um I can book the perfect time slot. <laughs> there you go. That maybe that's the difference between an eight and an eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank so you, you you booked at eight a.m. to start for around about nine to do the the three, and then the speaking happened at one p.m. Okay. Mm. So um, thinking about when you woke up that day, tell us how you felt. How did you feel when you woke up, knowing that you got an exam that day? It felt like I was going to do something really big on that day. I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. It was like you you go to a very formal meeting or you are going to present something in front of a large audience um, mm. because the audience is going to judge you or is going to say or mark your speaking and <laughs> you know so to me it seemed like a day of presentation like maybe the presentation of your uh, dissertation in your final year in front of yeah. uh, the uh, teachers in in the department, and you have to get uh, you have to get fully prepared for the incoming questions, and they may raise some questions about the essay, and you have to uh, elaborate or you have to uh, explain in detail uh, what your essay is about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. You've painted a picture there because I, I, I remember those moments of preparing for university presentations. I remember I actually did a presentation with Harry quite a few times. Oh, yeah, and, that's interesting. Mm. And we also so we did a presentation once at like 6 p.m. And mm. we were nervous. So we thought, well, let's take the edge off and let's go for one beer at the pub before. And it worked. It really worked. <laughs> well, we felt we felt a well, bit less nervous. Yeah. I'm not recommending this to everyone. And because, energetic. <laughs> yeah. Because we recommended it to our our friend at university because he was really nervous on that presentation. And then the next presentation we had, it was me, Harry, and this other guy that we had told about going to the pub. And he took it quite literally because our presentation was at 10 a.m. It was at 10 a.m. The next one, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. got to the we got to the uh, the lecture hall, and uh, he was pretty much drunk. We we're like, really? how? Where? What? And he was like, yeah, I took your advice. I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're like, 
you must have knocked down the pub's doors because that's very early to get a pint. Yeah, even for England. So, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. So 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 maybe drinking, um, drinking at that time helped you overcome the stage fright. It did, but yeah, if your if your exam is at eleven in the morning, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to more legitimate things. What was the examiner like? Oh well, actually, uh, he's a local. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I think um, he's a local because he introduced himself, a very nice person, and he spoke very perfect English. Yeah, and very nice, okay. perfect. In- yeah, perfect English, and then he nodded along uh, while I spoke, and um, a very nice person. And at the end of the speaking test, and he said Happy New Year, <laughs> because uh, oh. you know, uh, <laughs> and at that time I think it should be like the thirtieth or thirty first of December. So we were celebrating uh, a brand new year. So I think it was really kind of him. To to say some some warm words like Happy New Year, yeah, it really yeah, nice. it really means a lot to the candidates. I can imagine, yeah, and that must have been quite a big celebration for you that evening or the day after, was it? Maybe or COVID. Yeah, I may say it would be a relief because um, I finally finished a test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but did you did you celebrate New Year's Eve that uh, quite? Uh, quite in a quite a big way after your test no 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 actually um i remember at that time the government was imposing some strict restrictions on gathering Mm. yeah 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 okay okay so your (laughs) government put a stop to your fun of letting your hair down after your your test what was the environment like was it like a, a really small um kind of an office that isn't well looked after, want for better words, uh, or was it like a very modern corporate kind of environment? Yeah, um, I took a test in British Council. Um, it's located on the Hong Kong Island. Um, and actually, um, it's next to the British Consulate. Yeah, yeah, it should be, okay. um, you know, uh, in Emirati. Yeah. It's a very tall building. Yeah, a uh-huh. top building, and then they arranged us, I mean, the candidates in the waiting room for the speaking test. So uh, I remember at that time, just three of us, three girls, sat around a, uh, a round table. So nobody spoke. So <laughs> it was a little what, bit awkward. That was the that was you know? the waiting room, a round table of three candidates. Yeah, yeah, three candidates, and. Uh, we put our belongings aside and then we just took out our identity cards and supporting documents and a pencil and we just sat there to wait for our terms. <laughs> ah, no, okay. Nobody spoke. Yeah, all of us just sat there. <laughs> Were you tempted to start conversation with some of them to, you know, um, distract yourself from what was about to happen and also practice your English? No, because at that time, it all looked quite serious, you know, like a real examination. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. I mean, um, the examination vibe. Yeah, I, I, I just calmed myself down and then prepared yeah. uh, and maybe practiced speaking 
uh, in heart privately. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. In in my mind, yeah. yeah Internal yeah, yeah, dialogue. In my mind. Mm. So as soon as you came into the waiting area, it felt like a test examination kind of environment and everything was quiet. There were three other or two other, three or two or three other people in the room. And how long did you wait there for until you were called? Maybe less than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I think um, maybe we were, we were in the first round in the afternoon. So, mm. yeah. Got it, yeah. So mm. you were straight after lunch? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I didn't oh. have time for lunch. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before the writing test, I suppose it was like a quarter past 12 or maybe later, you know. So my my speaking, yeah, my speaking time was 1 p.m. So maybe just half an hour, I just walked okay. out of the building and, and sat on a bench in the park <laughs> and then... And scoffed your face. Yeah, and, and then... And then tried self-introduction any answers uh and try trying to prepare any answers right okay uh, oh i see so you use that time after the the morning slot to practice the speaking part and you didn't have time to to have any lunch so you did, did you had no food from 8 a.m until after the speaking part which is around about 1 30 1 40 no food <laughs> wow. and no drink because, no uh, drink. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to waste time going to the restrooms, going going to the <laughs> toilets. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Right. So it's tactical decision not to have any fluids. Well, um, uh, just my case. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I would say though that it's quite good to keep yourself hydrated for the purpose of you know being able to function cognitively, but. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, but before the test, I did drink a cup of coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we understand uh, the the timings of it all and the the meeting room. I'm doing very specific questions because I want people to feel almost like they know exactly what's going to happen for them. Because mm. I think the unknown is what is nerve wracking. For these kind of things so you were in a small meeting room and then you were called like a doctor's appointment kind of thing yeah. lauren can you please come through yeah <laughs> yeah That's tell it. me the bit by bit how, how it went down i followed one of the staff to a room and then i knocked at the door and then mm-hmm. um, the examiner said yes come in please then i i walked inside and the examiner said hello to me and asked me to sit down and and then he introduced himself and he he asked me to present my identity cards yeah and he asked me to introduce myself in full name and actually um something happened here because i i just said my english name that actually the examiner was asking my full name so (laughs) your full legal name so that oh, <laughs> and I thought oh, uh, maybe the examiner would think she misunderstood my questions. <laughs> ah, okay. yeah, yeah. So immediately you you felt like maybe I've done something wrong. Okay, yeah. 
So guys, when you, um, when you go in, they're looking for your legal name. Yeah, yes. is that right, Lauren? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What is your uh, Chinese name? Luo Yin. Oh. Actually, it's Chinese pinyin, but uh, in Cantonese, it's pronounced differently. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Right. But I think because in Cantonese, it's pronounced Luo Yin, um, it's quite similar. I mean, a little bit similar to the pronunciation of my English name, Lauren. Yeah. Is that why yeah. you chose it? Yeah, because <laughs> at school, my, um, my classmates just call me Lauren very oh. spontaneously. I, oh. I just didn't know why. <laughs> That's quite a nice, natural way to find an English name. Just let yeah. your schoolmates figure it out for you. <laughs> I found that Lauren um, was a very popular name in the 90s. I just picked this name as my English okay. name. Yeah. Okay, nice. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go on to talk about the specific parts of the speaking exam, you know, part one, two and three, how you got given part two, what kind of questions you got in part one and, and all, all parts of it. That will be in, uh, not to confuse you as the listener, guys, but that will be in part two of this episode and part three. So that's all we've got time for in part one of this episode. So, Lauren, thank you very much for that. Thank uh, you. Would you like to say goodbye to the part one listeners? Bye, everyone. See you later. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Thank you very much, guys, and hopefully see you in part two. If not, see you next week. We will leave it there for part one of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening up to this point. If you did want to listen to part two and part three of this conversation, then you can head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com and check out the premium podcast or academy memberships. The premium podcast gives you access to the full conversation along with extended glossaries, transcripts and flashcards, whereas the Academy gives you all of that plus exclusive videos and audios for the season-based episodes explaining the vocabulary, exampling them, giving you quizzes, writing assignments and weekly speaking classes on Zoom. But if you were just here for part one of this conversation, then I thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do grab that free worksheet by clicking the link in the show notes. My name's Charlie and I will see you next week on the British English Podcast.